Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a Women in Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hi, everyone. Becky Flint here from founder and CEO of Dragon Boat, a purpose-built, outcome-focused product portfolio tool for outcome-focused product leaders and product organizations. I am from the San Francisco Bay Area. And, you know, I think companies are facing probably two, three key factors. One is, do we have a problem? If there wasn't a problem, obviously, there would never be a company. So I think the problems were really well understood. And then the second part of that is, do we have a product to solve it? And then the third part is, how can we iterate and improve on it? And from I would say the third part uh, is sort of the lucky part of, of my uh, the journey of the company is to be able to start to test out and try out a product fairly early. And many of them through the people I met in my career and through the my network of, of people I worked with so that it's not something where you kind of just build out of your brain, regardless of how right. great intuition is, you still have to hit the road, get people to use it. So it was really, uh, I think that was quite interesting and it was really helpful uh, to be able to get the product to some of the early customers uh, along the way. And one of the things that is really important to you that you shared with me before the interview is building a strong team. Tell me a little bit about your perspective on strong team building. It's a little bit complicated. So let me go take one step back, meaning that when we think about team, quite often we think about the people we work together, right? So a lot of times say, hey, I'm a marketing, in marketing, I have a marketing team, I'm working with my team together. If you're in, you know, you have, you know, product, you're working with engineering team, you have a scrum team, you work with them together. So that is obviously really, really important to have a strong team in that sense. You work with them day in and day out. There's something very interesting that I recognize that in some ways, the Dragon Ball's principle and also supporting that is to have a team that's not yours, and the ability to work and the, the not just the ability, the one is to recognize that you need more than just your team to be successful is super important. So uh, this, you know, in the earlier days, working at PayPal and then later on in other companies that worked at, as well as, you know, eventually getting to Dragon Ball, we recognize this, I have a small team when I get started, but I need more talent and skills and, you know, resources from other areas. How do I build an extended team and extended network? So how do I find advisors? How do I find partners? How do I find some of a consultant? 
consultants and you know and contractors they are all my extended team and i get to uh partner with them and leverage a small part of their their time and um, but its expertise are super important because i could not quote unquote own all these resources and they get right. right so i think building a strong team both your core team and your extended team that can uh, help you to fill in the gaps of the need in the business uh, and, and also obviously companies' growth are super important. Hi, this is Erin Staples and I am a community advocate at Orbit. Orbit is kind of like mission control for your community. So it's a good place for you to see the activities, the habits, all of that thing, that second brain for community builders to actually take actionable insights on things. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, and it's just like stupid little trees. And that sounds like so dumb and like not <laughs> like helpful at all. Like it's, but for me, I do have ADHD. It's helped tons. The one thing of like not killing a stupid baby tree on my phone has actually kept me out of my phone a lot better than I would like to admit. Wait, for real? Wait, does, does Forest app lock you out of your phone? Well, it doesn't lock you out. It just goes, keep going. And you can either set it to be a stopwatch so you can see how far you can go without touching yeah. your phone. Or you can set it to be like a Pomodoro timer. And then it like grows, the tree grows as the time goes on. And you can like earn new trees by the amount of times you stay focused. And it's like just super cute. And it'll like, as you touch your phone, it'll be like, don't kill the tree. I'm like, and it shows like little dead trees on the app. And I'm like, well, I can't kill this like stupid, like dead tree. I guess I'm not touching my phone again. Um, I gamification is, does me in. So that's a great one. I've been using in the past couple of weeks, I've been using Aura, not the ring, A-U-R-A. And oh, okay. I've been using it for nature sounds. And then my mentor uses brain.fm. And so I was like, all right, so I got the Black Friday deal, you know? Okay. Yeah. And I've been using brain. And I have to say, like, that's been really great as well. Especially I've been using brain sometimes when I'm driving, I'll use their deep breathing. And so for whatever Ooh. reason, their sound just puts me in a state. And then I just make sure that I'm doing my deep breathing. I probably have ADHD. I don't know. I've never been diagnosed. I have anxiety. I have a lot of stuff that makes me like a, <laughs> a nut job. So like we need this those is, moments. Yeah. The more calm and energized and like self-love that I feel, the more I'm able to be the best professional I could be and to serve others to the level that I'd like to serve others as a community builder having the right app to do the deep breathing or whatever, it ends up just making my life better. Oh, fully. Like, yeah. We all need that. And I don't think we give that like our mental health, especially when you're, I think about this a lot, like who takes care of the people who care for others? Mm. Like if that's a caretaker, a nurse, a teacher, a yeah. community worker, like who takes care of them? Cause like yeah. they're very much like usually the person who gets the default emotional labor. Yep. And it's like, we have to like, almost pump the brakes and be like, who's checking in on them? Who's like, how do we take care of that? And just making sure yourself, like, I'm kind of a grump. If I don't get a workout in, I go to therapy, I dump things on a therapist. It's like a third party that, you know, I'm like, I just need to, and sometimes I just go and it's like, I get it off my chest. I have a friend group that I'm like, we we're not talking about work right now. I, I work out. I do like endurance sports for that reason. There's something very therapeutic for me in endurance sports that I'm in my own head.
Hey everyone, this is Natalie Kogan, the founder and CEO of Happier Inc., which is a company dedicated to helping you struggle less and thrive more by practicing science-backed emotional fitness skills based outside of Boston. Well, you know what I want to tell you? The first thing I want to tell you is how incredibly courageous of you it is to tell her that. I think that takes so much She's courage. She's an incredible courage person. Is a quality. Yeah. Well, she might be. That's awesome. But so are you because, you know, in my new book, I talk a lot about courage and that it takes courage not just to be vulnerable, to actually have the inner awareness of our thoughts and our emotions, um, to get honest with ourselves. So I think it's just tremendous amount of courage that you showed like leading with that and what an amazing, even deeper, right, moment of connection that you created with her. I mean, we trusted one another before, but I think our level of trust is is a hundred percent deeper. Like Yes. Yeah. I, I feel and emotional this is what even happens. saying that out loud. I feel I feel it so <laughs> it's like vibrating through I hear me. It. Yeah. I hear it. But that's that's our potential, right? Like this is this is the place where we can get to. We can actually have more genuine trust between each other, more deeper connection. We can feel less alone. And what it requires is for us to take off the mask, by the way, which we aren't really wearing that well anyway. His name is uh, author and thinker Parker Palmer. He's actually a Quaker author. And I remember reading something from him where he was talking about how when we're born, we're just a person. I'm Natalie, Desiree, like Samantha, Sam, whoever. And then as we go through life, we start to play these roles. And um, uh, I'm a daughter, I'm a teacher, I'm a mom, I'm a friend, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a CEO, I'm a leader, I'm an employee. And we start to wear these different masks. And we think that we try to kind of manage those different roles, right? Like, well, as a leader, I shouldn't let people know I'm struggling. Okay, my friend thinks this. And he's, he talks about how difficult that fragmentation of our true selves is, because really we are just one self, not just we individually are one self. We are all actually connected and we can talk about this metaphysically or psychologically. We all connect, our emotions are contagious. And I love the way he was talking about that, that it's just about having the skills, because it is a skill and the courage to take off these masks and just show up as this is one person, I'm Natalie. And this is how I am. And I call it the potential because to me, that's the beautiful potential that we all have, not just for ourselves, but for each other. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat it. It's really hard to do because of our little child, fearful brain in our head who is telling us, no, 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 you're going to be rejected if you tell them about your struggle. People are going to think you're weak, you're stupid, you're pathetic. You know, that's a little brain. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.